we're what tenth, eleventh, twelfth episode, no, something? Way past that. Are we really? Uh, I think 15th, 14th or 15th, 14th or 15th episode. Uh, oh. And uh, make bleep out whichever number is wrong. It just sounds like fucking 14th or whatever. Exactly. But like multiple okay. times throughout the whole thing. Uh, so, yeah, with Generation Dan, we have uh, Nick is at a cottage because he likes sitting in traffic for hours. Uh, so with us today is Caleb McDuff, who I have met uh, through the wonderful world of Internet comedy. And uh, that's been an exciting time. But welcome, Caleb. And I am Dean of the Genetic Marvel. And our other host is... I'm Atlas Novak. Uh, did you have like a brought to you by because I thought of one before. Go for it. All right, Generation Dan is brought to you by coffee, the working man's beverage. Coffee, because it will make you poop during company time, which is time off. Coffee. <laughs> I, I love pooping on company time, dude. You yeah, guys are that's, that's, my language. That, that is one of the best, best rhymes I've ever heard, where it's like, my boss makes a dollar and I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. And that is, I'm telling you, that should be a, a mantra for unions right there. Like, that's... Definitely. I have, you guys, like, have you guys ever seen that like picture where they're like, this is a, a toilet at an angle that makes it like unbearable to sit on after three minutes so that people. Yes. Like, and like, I will always see like pictures of it like, oh, it's coming and it never comes. You know what? I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it showed up somewhere because this is the thing is managers, middle managers want to make themselves useful. Right. And when they say that they're contributing in some way, shape or form, any idea, they just keep pushing and pushing and pushing until they get it. Right. So I, it definitely makes sure, well, people are using the bathroom a lot. We should change to these bathrooms. It encourages people not to you know, cry on the toilet. They'll cry at their desk doing their work. You know, I got to say, like, we already had our episode, like ripping on workplace culture or whatever. But uh, it just definitely the finding a way to look useful while not actually doing anything is wow, so it feels so good. Honestly, that's why I like to not trim my beard regularly. So it just goes like, like just crazy forest size beard. And that way people just don't talk to me. It's a lot easier. Like it's, it's, it's serious. That's one of the big reasons why I'm like, I won't get a haircut. And people are like, are you growing out your hair? And I'm like, am I a what hair? year old girl? Like, exactly. It doesn't like, but no, but I've been asked that and I'm like, no, I'm just too lazy to go get my hair cut. And it just it encourages people not to interact with me. You but, know, what surprises me about that is that you need help getting people to not interact with you, Dino. I had no idea that this was a struggle for you. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing is it's surprising because I'm like happily married and people are like someone stuck around like and are happy. And I'm like, I don't get it either. But it's just it's, <laughs> it's a weird thing. I have an ex-wife, man. Trust me, it is odd. It's he more got than that once. twice, right? Uh, more than, and and twice. both both weren't hunchback. Both of them. What? Well, yeah. He's the, he's the part of the. Equation. I'm the hunchback. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the one who sings from Notre Dame. <laughs> that's, that's just how that works. <laughs> right? Like that's dude. I'm a and this is why I'm like. I was thinking about this because everyone is an asshole in, in some aspect of their life. Right. And oh, I'm like, I am, I try and be nice to people, but I'm, I'm also a very principled asshole. Like, so if I'm being an asshole, it is quick witted, targeted, mean asshole. Right. But you deserve it. Like you're a piece of shit. So fuck you. You know, whereas other people are just assholes for no reason. Knowing, uh, like, we got a comment on one of our episodes, uh, you know, at the time of recording this, and they're like, hey, the audio is a lot better. And that was uh, the week that our the hospital episode came out. And I was like, oh, that's funny, because my, uh, my audio was terrible. And they're like, no, 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 Nick and Dino sound great. You sound like ass, but Nick and Dino, like, did they get a new microphone or something? I did. I got, I got it for my birthday. <laughs> Oh my yeah, like god. Like you got the freaking PlayStation special, dude. You're about to freaking say some racial slurs to me over the internet and <laughs> that microphone, man. I know I that all too I well, dude. Definitely slept with your mom. That's for sure. Like that's definitely what 100%. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dino has like definitely like dirtbag stepdad energy. 
You know what? So I've been told that multiple times. Uh, this week, <laughs> this week that someone said that to me because I was on a roast show, and uh, and I was like, you know, I I can get that, but at the same time, I'm I, yeah, I don't. I'd really try to not be that way, but then I was like, I'm I gotta get a haircut. I think I'm looking looking a little too skeezy. That's so yeah. I shave my head, but hey. Caleb, have you ever gotten like the you look or have this energy or whatever from people? Oh, uh, it's a pretty regular thing. Uh, for a while, it was people just berating me, telling me that I look like I listen to the Mumford and Sons way too much. You do. Um, That's true. Uh, there's also uh but do you, know, you I, like do you actively listen to mumford and sons listen there was a period of time in which that was 100 percent true i'm not gonna <laughs> lie with that okay i'm not that's gonna fair. argue that's fair if it's accurate it's accurate right but also i mean the other big one i get is you know i i look like i would cause traffic problems if the sun is too bright and i'm outside you know what i mean i have very reflective pale skin i bring down helicopters stuff like that um you live in the mountains though i feel like that would be better i guess because it's overcast or well the, no the problem is is that because of the elevation i'm closer to the things that are flying above overhead so the light is just that much more intense right right oh yeah, yeah. that's uh <laughs> sorry i love this part of this is so good because <laughs> i made that joke one of those jokes earlier this week out of him. i'm like you can't drive with him at night you have to cover him because <laughs> yeah. you can't see outside the windows it's so good See, now I'm just imagining him with, like, a really dark, like, blanket and just two eye holes cut in there. Yeah. Alien yeah, sightings. Yeah. That's it. That's all <laughs> if my ankles are out, people are going to, like, get burns, like, on the lower halves of their bodies. Yeah. So are you. It's like a mutually assured <laughs> destruction. <laughs> he yeah, bright. Like... He burns so bright, he burns himself. Yeah, fellow paleness. It's, uh... I had to artificially darken my skin. Like, there you go. That's, Yeah. <laughs> What's the tattoo? I, I I I couldn't really. Oh, so okay. Let me see if I can get like a good angle on this. So I got this when I thought I was gonna be a lawyer still, which is pretty cool. Okay, so you uh, have like the the justice scales, and then what's that around? Yep. I got uh, some chrysanthemum flowers because I'm a sensitive boy. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I got that when I was still uh, in the law program, and then I decided what is the best way that I could disappoint my mother even more than I have already. Oh, drop out of law school and do comedy for free done so that's that what seems I, accurate yeah, yeah that's fair that's a that's a good logic process that's well i learned a lot of logic in law school and i'm just applying it to my life now so that's all that's uh chrysanthemum flowers when i was a little kid my mom got me this children's book called chrysanthemum and the whole like moral of the story is it's a kid with an unusual name who like hates their name when they're little and then they learn to appreciate it as they get older and because i'm named atlas that's she's everyone like, on the screen right now Every yeah. person on screen is like, has had that issue. Like, I got a name. When you hear it, you picture, like, a kid that's sweating by himself in the lunchroom with, like, a Lego set. Like, that's my name, dude. It's I don't I don't really have, like, a stereotype with the name Caleb. It's just it's Caleb. Oh, yeah, well, but I it's, guess it's, that's just... No one says, hey, this guy kicked my ass. His name is Caleb. Yeah, that's not that's fair. You know, that is completely fair. You someone said fucks? something racist, probably Caleb. That's... <laughs> Right? Like, that's, you expect to hear that. You know who keeps breaking the toilet on the third floor? Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> the only Caleb I knew before you was uh, when I was a kid. Uh, one of my, I had this friend named Jared, and his little brother was named Caleb. And, like, he would keep ripping on the on the little brother Caleb, and I was like, he's fine. I Like, let him hang out with us. Like, the brother, the little brother was okay. Like, Yeah, where were you in my childhood, dude? I had to, like, (laughs) fight just to get a seat at the Yu-Gi-Oh table, man. Oh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh players. Losers. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I did Magic the Gathering now, okay? I've set my game up, dude. I'm not a little pussy boy anymore, all right? I run a literal podcast about a card game called Vanguard, so kindred (laughs) spirits, you and I. Yes! TCG players. Absolutely. Oh, man. Um... So I wait, comics. I'm not that nerdy. That's <laughs> so, so you dropped out of law school to uh, do comedy. What like yeah. gave you the idea to do that? Where you just like, hey, you know what? Uh, doing a dissertation is a lot like dropping this like really fire joke and getting a huge laugh out of it. I'm gonna keep doing that. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, dude, it's like talking to a jury, except like you just kind of juice it up a little bit and then that's comedy basically in a nutshell you just got to get to the room on your side you know 
Mm-hmm. Um, but really, what the what the crux of it was was I was actually in a public speaking class, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was always like kind of like the funny kid as comedians usually are supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing that made me realize that I could actually maybe do stand up was this public speaking class where like I would just like give like these impromptu speeches. And like, just like do like three minutes and just like tell a story about how I like shit my pants in high school one time. And yeah. people seem to really enjoy that. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I could actually do that? Because like someone actually said to me after what afterwards was like, dude, that could have been like a stand up set. And then that was just like the click where I was like, OK, I'm done. I'm going to go do this then because I don't want to do this anyway. I didn't want to do this from the beginning. Were you so, like pressured into it by your parents or? Really what it was, was I have this like just deep fear of failure so I just thought, like, what's the easiest thing that I could do to, like, just, like, coast and be considered a success? Oh, lawyer or doctor. I'm good at words. I'll choose lawyer. That's all it was. I mean, yeah, my family was lawyers, too, but there was never really any pressure. But, yeah. The, so your fear of failure went to, if I fail, this guy goes to jail, or if I fail, I kill someone. No, it's more so that what would mean that whether I was good at the job or bad at the job, was I still successful because I had a title? That's it. That's it right there. It's that idea where, well, I'm a doctor. You've killed so many people. It doesn't matter. You're still a doctor, right? It's lawyer, not so much, but. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what's fun about being a lawyer is that you get to kill people indirectly. That's pretty cool. Yes. Indirect homicide. That's fair. Yeah. I feel like. Sorry, you could easily do the like shitty bus bench ads like McDuff and Smith or whatever. Oh, I would definitely be a DUI. <laughs> oh, like, for sure. <laughs> Dude, that's where the money is. Listen, that's one of the biggest things that happens right now is uh, debt consolidation, DUIs, like small stuff where, look, the difference between having a lawyer and not having a lawyer is going to jail instead of paying a fine, right? Yeah. And that's that's what it is. And the thing is that that is a huge business of just funneling money through the the judicial system right so it's that's why is you can be the minimal amount of success as a lawyer where okay you get people off or reduce sentence for duis they end up going to jail they pay fines they don't pay the fine not your problem you did your job you're a success and you get paid well for it i mean ultimately what litigation comes down to because like so like my godfather was a judge and i would talk to him a lot when i was still uh, doing the law program and he's really like what it really boils down to, one, less than 10% of cases ever go to trial. It's yeah. all just like plea bargaining and negotiation. That's literally all lawyers do, at least on the criminal side anymore. Is like you just sit down with a prosecutor and you're like, all right, I get that this guy was doing 105 and a 60 and he was blasted on like four shots of tequila and his kids were in the car, but he was a great swimmer in high school. Can we make a deal? You know what I mean? And you know what? And that's the you thing basically is, just described rapist block turn Brock Turner. Absolutely, and that's <laughs> that is that is the success of law, people. That's <laughs> the American fuck. legal system. Yes, it's but it's everywhere. That's the problem. Is like there's not enough time to hear people's stories and say, hey, are we ruining someone's life for driving too fast? Right? Like there's there is no time or consideration for it. it's just easier and more profitable if you just run people through make a negotiation okay who can argue it better to the judge the judge says well you know what this kid's a piece of shit but you know what i like my buddy so i'm gonna make him win Boom. oh now yeah got- and it is so expensive to like like there's so much money getting just pumped and dumped into the criminal system every day and there's so many people just going through like they have to just shove people through because like there's so many new cases coming in and it's impossible like that's why so many people that may or may not have done the thing that they're accused of just take a deal because it's just such a nightmare to go through the whole system and the delay and where think about it this way too is if something is going to go to trial okay are you going to be are you going to have a bond where you can be out of jail or are you going to be stuck in jail the whole time waiting for the trial to happen which is your entire life will fall apart on you Right? A lot of people take deals just to get out of jail. Yeah, that's that's the whole that's this is the thing is uh, I've never been to jail. Have either of you guys have, I've never even been arrested. No, me neither. OK, but I have had interactions with with police in situations that are not beneficial. And Same, like right. I do I do a joke where I'm like, listen, my wife uh, used to drive a Nissan Versa and I would I would go around driving that car. I got pulled over once uh, for a stop sign, I think it was. I didn't end up getting the ticket, but the thing was, like, the Nissan Versa, 
is a weird card car because I can drive it, get out, and sit behind me. But it's also something if it had a moonroof, I could pick it up and wear as a dress. Like it's it's <laughs> yeah. not a big car, right? <laughs> and it's weird. Like it's got a lot of space in the inside. So like I got pulled over and I'm like, uh, listen, officer, I'm a big guy. I can't reach my wallet without getting out of the car. And he's like, okay, well, just you know, use both your hands to open the car door. I'm like, guy, if I could do that, we wouldn't be having the conversation. Like I'll just keep the one up. And I'll open from the outside and, you know, and I was two thirds of the way out getting out of the car. And he like takes a step back into traffic and like reaches for his gun. He's like, what the fuck are you? And I'm like, everything's <laughs> cool, man. It's okay. I'm just really slow. And I'm a fat guy. You can see that's my wallet. It's bulging out of my pants because my pants aren't the right size. Like it's, I don't have anything else concealed because, you know, I got fat guy pants and it looks like skinny jeans. So just, just be cool. And, you know, like. Because I'm like, I'm six foot two and well then, yeah, I would have been around 300 and yeah, probably around the same size I am now. So like 360, 370, right? That's a huge person for some. And when you see me coming out of that car, it looks like a clown car. You're like, it, it does not make sense. <laughs> and as people get freaked out, right? And you're like, everything's cool, man. And then they're like, hold on. Like I get pulled over. I take the keys out, turn off the car, take the keys out, put the keys on the dashboard and put my hand through the drive, the steering wheel. And just look forward. I'm like, no problem. And he's no like, problem. He's like, uh, all right. He goes, been pulled over before. I'm like, I just want to make sure everyone feels safe today, officer. That's it. Just everything's cool. And he goes, okay. What license and everything? He goes, okay. I'm gonna go. I'll come back. He comes back. He goes. So listen, when you were in the car, you looked like I was gonna be shooting you. Like that's what it looked like. <laughs> he goes, but you have no tickets. No arrests, no nothing. And I'm like, hey, man, I look a certain way. I get it. Like, I've been pulled over for looking like someone. And I'm like, it's cool. I don't want to get shot. That's not on my list of things to get done. That's that Canadian profiling, dude. They see a Sasquatch in a car, and they're like, it's him! (laughs) I'm cultured. I go by Yeti. (laughs) Actually, Sasquatch is a slur. (laughs) Um... When my sister was in college, we my uh, we we drove her car from California to St. Louis. She went to a Wash U there, and um, so it took us two days. And she got us through the first three states of California, Arizona, New Mexico, and then I got us through Texas, Oklahoma, and Missouri. And I got pulled over three times in three different states in one day. Oh my god! Um, so <laughs> Texas, where I, I'm a big fan of cruise control. Oh yeah. Just sure. in general. Love That's cruise fair. control. So I I'm going like ten over on the freeway on cruise control because that's how it works in California. If you're if you're going the speed limit, you suck. Like people <laughs> That's here too. That's people here too. will pass you and be like, What the fuck is wrong with you? You know that's when you like too. Yeah. Same. You know when you pass like an like a person who's like driving really slow and you're like, I gotta get a look at this motherfucker. Who yeah, is every who? time? Every you know? time. Yep. So going 10 over, we get pulled over by a cop in like the middle of nowhere, Texas. And he comes out and uh, he, he takes not only my license and registration, but my sister's who was not driving. Which is some bullshit, but that is some bullshit. But this is a Texas cop with a gun the size of like, you know, a yeah. large melon. It's so, a cannon. It's a cannon that you walk around with. Yeah. It's a gun so as I'm, big as his penis wishes he was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his wife yeah. wishes it was. It's <laughs> <laughs> gun's as big as his, he wishes his dick uh. was. So he takes both, and then he comes back, and he's like, okay, I'm just going to write you a written warning. Will you please come with me to my car? Again, cannon mm-hmm. on the on the belt. I'm not saying no. I go in the car. I'm sitting there. And I'm, like, silently panicking, like, you know, in the cartoons with the sweat going down the face. And he's like, son, what's wrong? I'm just writing you a written warning. And I was like, there's a shotgun in the back seat, and it's poking me in the back of the neck. And he's like, (laughs) oh, sorry about that. And he, like, brushes it off, continues writing the written warning, gives it to me, lets me go. (laughs) So, So I I go exactly the speed limit and put that on cruise control. Can't fuck it up. Yeah. We cross into Oklahoma. Speed limit drops five miles per hour. I get pulled over for the same reason. Wow. We're going five over? Five over. So, you know what? Hey, five over foreign plates. 
right? Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's how the story is going to end. Yeah. But like, so <laughs> the the cops like he only takes my registration that time or my license and registration that time, and then he goes, okay, uh, written warning, here you go, get out of here. Um, so I'm like annoyed at this point, and uh, we're like I don't know. 10 miles outside of St. Louis. It's one in the morning at this point. I'm going exactly the speed limit, paying attention, cruise control. It's us and the cop. No other cars going around. <laughs> Blinker to change lanes to get out of the way. So the cop will pass me, pulls me over. And then he walks up, takes one look, doesn't even take my license. He's like, just go. And then. So why did you get pulled over? Don't know. That's, he, see, this is. Yeah. He didn't even go, do I know why, do you know why I pulled you over? He's just, just go. And then I realized white people, California license plates, Prius. Yeah. So. <laughs> Definitely if, uh, a drug mule. 100% drug mule. Yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs> you need that fuel efficiency if you're moving pot from the other side of the country, bro. Yeah. But like, <laughs> we did that. And then, uh, but after the third time, I was like, you know what? You're driving. I'm fucking done with this shit. I've been pulled over three times today. Screw this. I didn't get a single ticket, but like, imagine if my skin tone was like a couple shades darker on like the paint store swatches. I'd be dead. You know? <laughs> Either that or like, you would definitely be in some like rickety jail cell in Texas right now. Just oh, like yeah. trying to negotiate for stamps and lose cigarettes. Yeah. That like, does that like, do you guys travel uh, out of state a lot or no? No, not not often. I do somewhat. I'm actually getting ready on the week of the uh, the. I'm leaving on the the 16th. I'm going to San Francisco, and then from San Francisco, I'm going to Vegas, and then Vegas back to Colorado, and I'm doing it all by car. Um, and the thing that sucks is, yeah, it's the same thing. Like Colorado has the same problem where they see Colorado plates and they are on you, and the second you do anything that's like even like remotely stoppable, they'll stop you. Yeah. Because they just assume you have something. Yeah, but okay. On the plus side, call the only real state that's gonna do that to you is what, Utah, Wyoming, Utah, oh, Nevada's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico California's will do fine. it. California's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Arizona's Arizona is okay. Arizona is like more or less fine. Yeah. But yeah, I only go really west usually anyway. Kansas is a nightmare. I bet. Kansas yeah. sucks trying to drive through. I mean, like, it's already bad enough that I got to see, like, a, like billboard after billboard of how much Jesus loves me and doesn't want me to get an abortion. Like, how, why do I have to get harassed by the police also just because I have a green license plate, dude? Is that how Kansas is? I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how Texas and Oklahoma are. Like, you know, Jesus, this mega church over here, don't get an abortion, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah, you see, that's, yeah, that's... So, at the time of recording this, like, that uh, Texas law went oh. to effect on Wednesday, uh, oh. where it, it basically illegalized abortion. Yeah. Um, so, after six weeks, which is, most people don't find out until, like, eight to ten weeks, it's some bullshit. But yeah. they, they put up a website where you can basically snitch on people like, hey, oh, yeah. this one's getting an abortion. There is zero repercussion if it turns out to be nothing. So people started flooding it with Shrek porn yes! and like, fake reports and shit. And then GoDaddy.com took it down. That's my generation awesome. going to work, dude. <laughs> that is <laughs> That's my generation going yeah, to work, dude. Gen, Gen Z coming through for us, but like... <laughs> uh, I, I'm like vaguely okay with the idea of the second underground railroad. Like I will, I will help you get to get the little bugger out of your uterus because, uh, as Absolutely. as Bobby Oliver once said, "What you wouldn't kill a bug? You wouldn't kill a bug?" And then she's like, "I'd kill it if it was trying to ruin my life." <laughs> so. We should start yeah. like a nonprofit. We'll call it. Let's take this conversation to the top of the stairs, and that's exactly what we do. <laughs> that's I've been holding back for like five minutes, not saying, "Okay, don't say that joke, don't say that joke, don't say that joke," and then you did it, and I'm like, "I'm good. I'm, I'm somebody get it. It's fine." The, the stairs. The... 
<laughs> biggest conversation at the top yeah. of the stairs. Fuck. I, you know what? No, no. There's a clip. There's a clip that I have on my phone uh, that I got. No, and it was all. If I don't know if we can include it, but it's it's a bunch of uh, uh, African American women. Uh, it's like a looks like one of those uh, contests, like bachelorette or anything like that. But I think it's business wise, and. Uh, one woman starts crying and she goes, uh, she goes, yeah, you know, you do whatever you can just to, to reach your goals. And, and sometimes things happen, they're out of your control. And she was like, I just had an abortion. Uh, and it was twins. And then from behind her, another woman goes, damn, double homicide. And you're like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and the lady starts like, bitch. And then you're, she's like, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to say that out loud. And you're like, guy. Oh, that is a rough oh. experience. But there's one yeah. thing: the, uh, abortion jokes are one thing. Abortion jokes directed at someone who has just had an abortion. Yeah, it's no, a little, you no. know, read the room, maybe. It's a, little, yeah. a little fresh, like. A fresh. I mean, that that being said, oh, this is the American sign language for abortion. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Dino has seen it before, but yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> like, like it's accurate. Like it, yeah. it's accurate, but like, mm, see, this is, and this is the thing is people who are going through shit, they should not be the ones that are involved in that conversation. They are under enough pressure, enough stuff. Right. But at the same time, if I saw, if I was walking by two people signing and someone did this, I'd be like, yo, <laughs> I know your secret. Like it's funny. It's funny that that's the American sign language way of saying that because that's probably also what I would resort to if I made a mistake while I was abroad. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it, you. Yeah. It, <laughs> eh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the, like some ASL, like the, it's really subtle. Like thank you is this, right. and then fuck you is this. this. Yeah. So. Like if you do it like too low in the chin, it might be an insult. Yeah. 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 Trying to be polite to someone who can't hear very well, and then all of a sudden you're in a fist fight. (laughs) Yeah. That guy's got a stick, so that's not fair. I didn't know we were allowed to bring weapons. Like. Yeah. Um, And also, Uh, also while we're piling on the abortion jokes, fetus deletus. Okay. What were you? Okay, Harry Potter. On the stick, that was. (laughs) (laughs) That had to have been a thing. Like Hogwarts. If they're gonna have like wizard shitting on the floor and stuff, there had to have been like a spell to get well, rid of it. Caleb doesn't. Know. So I have. I'm. I was on uh, another podcast that I do called Random Tandem that happens Saturday nights, and uh, we had a Harry Potter episode, and Atlas was the guest. So we went through all of this material about, and the whole thing was that. So the reason wizards wear robes is because they would just shit on the ground at Hogwarts <laughs> and then zap it with magic. And I'm like, listen, like, let's be honest. Would you try and catch it before it hits the ground? Like, just, you know, just I'm that fast, but bam! And just, Dude, you know. I, I want a spell that just like slowly just pulls it out, and then I can like make it do tricks in the air. You know what uh, I mean? Gross. <laughs> Balloon Wait. animals out of. <laughs> Wait, by that logic, does that mean that wizard babies don't wear diapers because you can just, you know? I feel Ooh. like the better magic would be to make it disappear pre-anus like you know? from the colon, right? Yeah, like right, poo-poo, and just take it right out so everything's smooth, like like Caleb said. I'm not sure that you should play with it or make it into, like, sculptures, but realistically, it'd be easier, a smoother process if you could just pull it out, right? Dude, if magic was real, there would be poop art installations within six months, and they would start in Portland, and everyone knows it. Six months? Give it a week. They're <laughs> already in Portland, I'm sure. They're Let's already- be honest. Okay, and be like the mess is part of my art. You're like, Ugh! Ugh! just making Starbucks cups out of doo doo and then putting it up in the middle of the road. Man. I'm gonna vomit. The... <laughs> I call this one Cafe Mocha Extra Dark. Okay, I am never suggesting this episode to friends or family to listen to. <laughs> They're gonna have to find this on their own. <laughs> Abortion jokes and poop. That's yeah. Well, oh, this done. is my demo. We got it. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's important to provide a range of entertainment. You never know who you're working with. So yeah. <laughs> it's some people might be encouraged and go, fetus deletus. That's a good one. You don't know. Yeah. It's um, fan fiction goes a weird way. And, you know, somebody gets pregnant, fetus deletus. Oh, fan <laughs> fiction goes a weird way. Like I, I used to run a 
uh, podcast about that very subject. It was called Bad Reading. And oh, uh, yeah, so you're welcome to go find that if you want. There's some but... glorious fan fiction out there, dude. Yeah, yeah, there, there definitely is. You ever read any of like the Sonic the Hedgehog stuff? Oh God, when we when we finally got to it, I was like, I, I have to be very careful, because like, <laughs> every every fanfic is ridiculous, but the Sonic ones like that has a reputation outside of fanfiction yeah. of being ridiculous. Yeah. So like, I I have to be th- that is like walking on broken glass. That's uh. Dude, that's like the Russian romantic novel of fanfiction. That's like. <laughs> yeah. That that's like the modern philosophy is just like Sonic and Mario <laughs> at the Olympic Games doing extracurricular activities in the locker room. Oh my god! This is not the first time this has been brought up. So <laughs> at the Olympics, everybody gets their fuck on. It's weird. Yeah. It's just, yeah. How <laughs> Sonic and Mario? Why? <laughs> that's dude. It's out there. I promise. I don't want it in here. That's they the thing. Search off Google Images, you'll no, find pages, no, bro. No, definitely you Alexa. Search. The, 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 view, the views of Generation Dan do not condone turning off safe search for anything. Let's be honest. Uh, man, this is that consumer mindset coming into play, dude. This is Generation. This is why we're changing the world, man. We need, why, why do you think we found the Shrek porn to flood the Texas websites? Yeah. <laughs> Someone had to draw it, and someone yeah. had to put it on Google Safe Search Off, and someone had to find it and post it. Yeah, and, and like because I saw a TikTok where it's uh, a guy's doing it using a bot, so it just is yeah. automatically, you know, putting them that's in a, every that's few efficient, minutes. Dude. Yeah, that's efficient shit posting. That's how you get a job. Like, let's be yeah. honest. Like that, my resume, I was responsible for this. You're gonna yeah. get a job. That, or that's one of those things where like the like a Nick Fury type guy shows up and he's like, we understand you brought down the Texas person uh, <laughs> website. We want you on our team. Yeah. And then he just he just opens the door and it's just a room of like there's like a kid with like a Harry Potter robe on and then there's like another kid with like a medallion that he made himself made out of clay of just like a penis. Yeah. Like another kid with like a Magic the Gathering T-shirt on, he's just like fiddling with like cards, and he's just like throwing them at the wall, and they just like stick, dude. It's like a high setup. Uh, and then it's like, <laughs> it's like sorry, I just pictured like the Italian job where everyone's sitting <laughs> yeah, in different dude. positions, and I'm like, this is this is this is uh, it's Reservoir Dogs gone hot real topic. bad, like it's yeah. you know, Reservoir Dogs goes hot topic. That's uh, it's. Yeah. <laughs> This is the whitest episode we've ever done. I just well, that's what happens when Nick's not here. We get we get yeah, very Nick, pale. <laughs> we get very pale. That's the thing is, yeah, no, it's uh, that is great. That's good. Reservoir Talk, most hot topic. That is gold. <laughs> oh fuck. This is no. You know what? That's that's the thing is like. There's. Have you guys seen that? There's an advertisement on uh, uh, Amazon Prime for uh, a new Cinderella movie. Yeah, I saw reviews I, for it. I didn't. It, I saw the movie Free Guy in theaters. And, how was uh, it? It was pretty. It was like stupid fun. Like you have a good time. You know, it's kind of. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good movie. Okay. No, uh, no better one's expecting worse, like high concept. Like I had a good time. That's it. Okay. Was it better or worse than uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard? I haven't seen Hitman's Bodyguard. What cave do you live in? Mm. I haven't seen that movie either, Dino. Yeah. You just. Uh, you guys I are fucking. You're... You guys are losers that are busy all the time. Gross. Okay. No, you're the only one that lives in the cave, Dino. That's the problem. It's a nice cave. It's got blankets and um, ready barbecue all the time. So yeah. if anything, I'm living. I'm. I retired early. Thank you very much. That's what he, I did. He just Uno reverse carded us. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. No, but like it, it was a good time. I saw the, the there was a preview for the Cinderella movie as part of Free Guy, like beforehand. All right. It looked stupid. Uh, well, I heard it was pretty stupid. No. It's my thing is this: is there's a remake, like the, there's constant these constant remakes that some have gone well, but some have gone so horribly wrong that it's very, very confusing to me. Because like, look, like people talk about having a female protagonist. You're like, listen, um, Alien, Aliens, Alien Three. Uh, keep the list going. Like there's so yep. many more where you're going, yeah, no, no, no. Just you can write a script. 
for a woman you're like you don't have to take an old story and like we're gonna change everything you're like that's not how you make a story better kill bill kill oh fuck that's and it, do, it doesn't even have to be also like the protagonist could be genderless and you just do a woman because why not like yeah yeah, I've, I think that's just more harder. It's it's a, a diff, more difficult uh, process to produce, uh, like the writing, the story itself, right? Like, because there's so much identity that people have when it comes, especially now when it comes to gender, whatever that means, um, you know, that, that people are focusing, like, I think the one, the one of my biggest gripes with, with what's happening now is like, everything has to have a label, you know? And you're like, you know, it, it's people try and categorize things so they, they aren't categorized general or generalized. And you're like, I get what you're trying to do, but now it's going too far. Cause then people just start assuming, Oh, you have this, Oh, you have this. You have, and you're like, you know what? I just, I think I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. That's okay. That's a completely satisfactory explanation of things. You know, but, Dino, you're on fucking notice right now. Okay. <laughs> I want to put this on fucking Twitter and everyone's going to see how much of a misogynist piece of shit you are. Listen, let's be honest. Of the three of us, I definitely am the one that calls women broads. Like, that's, <laughs> that's just... I embrace it. And I'm like, listen, you don't like it? That's okay. You're, hey, Toots, let me get another coffee. He would. Yeah. He would. <laughs> no, not Toots. Toots feels demeaning. Like, that's that's definitely... But a broad, and I'm like, nah, whatever. It's fine. Hey, broad. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a lot of good broads over here. Club last that night. Counts, right? What? I, I unironically say gal, not like when addressing someone, but when referencing someone. Like she's a cold gal. Yeah. You know. Well, that's very Midwestern, isn't that? Is that kind of like I'm I'm from California. Like gal and y'all entered mm. my vocabulary around college, yeah. and I know why. It's because my girlfriend through all of college was from Minnesota. And yeah, she brought Gal with her, and then she became uh, one of the tour guides for the school. Well, um, okay. I think and, we have to clear up that it's like, hey, Gal, and it's like she was a mean Gal, not like Shaggy says Gal, like not that's yeah. <laughs> well, like gal. like it's not the same. Gal. Yeah, the the y'all thing gal. came. That's not because she became a tour guide, and as part of the tour guides, like job hey, you weren't you weren't allowed to say like you guys when referring to a group of people so they made them say y'all because that wasn't referential to one gender and then she started doing it and then i started doing it and then here we are how and, like five years later and it, it's pretty useful it's good it's funny that you would use the word guys um because do you guys know the origin of that word i just learned it this week and I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to actually talk about it because I felt so smart when I learned. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think anyone knows this. I'm going to use it was uh, so uh, you guys heard of, uh, well, V for Vendetta. You guys have seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Uh, OK, so Guy Fox. Guy Fox. Yeah. So they had those masks and stuff like that. So the idea was you guys was like people who were a little bit crazy, like that's how they referred to. And then slowly became an androgynous word so it was like guys was just a group of people that were a little bit off and then it was used so much that it just became guys so it actually is a genderless term uh oh. that has a weird origin yeah and but that's because i've i've actually someone was like hey guys and it was like uh there are ladies here and i was like fuck off like i don't like i'm not one to get into that argument because i just go i don't fucking care <laughs> and I just walk away right yeah like, same like i i asked her like why does that even matter i don't think anyone's gonna care she's like they're just making us do it and then i don't know i never really meant anything by yeah guys like guys is just you group of people who i'm exactly which is actually accurate like that's what it's supposed to be but then it was it's been now that it's it is a gender you're like no it's not that's it's it's referred to as such a group of people that's probably because of like guys and dolls and sure well that and that's but that's actually a different Right, you were referring to guys as a group and dolls. Yeah, I would think dolls would be on the. Ooh, who knows? Could you, could you imagine if out of all of this, people are allowed to call women dolls? That would be interesting. That because, would be very see, interesting. It really would. Because I mean, all these, all these white the same girls. Like, I... tear is broad, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, doll! Like, uh, gross. 
I mean, all these white girls I keep seeing on like Facebook and Twitter want to keep going back to the 1950s for some reason. So, I mean, why don't we just start? Why don't we just figure it out? Everyone seems to be born in the wrong generation. I miss milkshakes and racism. Like, all right. Cool, dude. Let's just start. I'll start calling you doll. No, he accidentally did generations, but like 70 years in the past. Good yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that. Yeah. Well, this is this. The funny thing is that this keeps on being. So, OK, I have this question is that. I feel now that it's appropriate, not not necessarily to completely accommodate, but to be accepting of people's uh, preferred nature. Yeah, is that sure. okay? Identity, so, yeah. Right. Well, and that's the thing is people people use very specific things to create their identity so that they focus in on maybe it's gender or maybe it's it's who they love or it's how they participate in society. They they focus on specific things. But realistically then is embracing or 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 um not permitting but accepting what people want to do. It's like people who want to say, Oh, I wish I was born in the fifties, like at what point does like you have guys like so I've uh, been sending uh, Atlas all these memes that are like old timey like medieval type pictures right and he's like that's just horrible but at the same time it's like now you have this entire group of people who are like I want to be live in medieval times and you're going well okay but mm, hold on right listen it's flights to New far. Jersey are not that expensive if you want to live in medieval <laughs> times you can do that it's not that yeah. big a deal <laughs> I wonder if like medieval times like the restaurant eventually you know in, in post-apocalyptic times there's gonna be some guy who like hides out in the medieval times and is like there's, my there's definitely yeah. gonna be a raid boss in the medieval times who stole the joust armor and he's got yeah. like a crew of peasants around him and you gotta yeah. like storm the medieval times mm-hmm. it's absolutely happening definitely that yeah. seems like they're missing out on a definite income stream like they can definitely be a knight and you pay extra for that right and you have to go yeah. and you have to try and start a revolution in yeah. secret i feel yeah. like that would be like a special ticket price and, yeah. and and then we come full circle on the guy thing. You get the guy fox mix. Um, <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, I I learned uh, an interesting new like piece of vernacular this week from an old lady, which is not usually where you learn them. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it's gonna be horrifying. You're on fucking noted. No, Dina, I know exactly <laughs> no. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Caleb, this is for you and the listener. So, uh. I work in medical records, so people call requesting their records. Usually it's older people because I doctor. And I got this lady who called, uh, and I kn- she was born in the year 1937. I know this because on her profile. But in the middle of the phone call where she's like, I want my records. Can you send them here? Let me get you. She goes, oop, I just exited through the gift shop. And I was like, are you... Are you in a museum right now? She's like, no, it's when you fart and it goes up your pussy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's like that circular breathing shit that all these gurus are trying to make you do. <laughs> but it's one of those things where I'm like, I, I technically, I'm at work. So I have to be professional. <laughs> and I go, uh, okay. Like, I don't have a good answer. I, okay, so I have questions, though. Is when she's, when you, when she said that, was it, like, out of shock? Like, how did she deliver that statement? Because, like, was it like a, hmm, seems I've exited through the gift shop, you know? Or was it like, oh, you know, like. <laughs> Were there uh, horny overtones? No, yeah. no, no. It was like, oh, drop my pen. Like, just kind of. <laughs> Oh, I just fought it in my pussy. I did not consider that option, and it makes it worse. That's it. <laughs> well, I, the, the thing I did immediately after handing up the phone instead of doing my job was I texted every woman that I know, and I was like, is this a thing? I have to know if this is a thing. I'm going to pull my girlfriend after this and ask yeah. if she's ever farted in her pussy. Well, no, I asked my wife after he yeah. sent it to me. I'll tell you that right away. Did she? Well, like, I know that women do that. It's that is that does that term exist? And as far uh, as I can tell, no, it doesn't. But no, it does not. And I'll tell you this much: when I said it to my wife, my wife looked at me and was like, "You know weird people." And I was like, "Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair response." She's like, "That's disgusting." And I'm like, "Also a fair response, honey. I love you. Please don't leave me." Yeah. That was, that's pretty well, much like, what. I- 
I'm thinking, okay, here's what I'm thinking. So you know how she would have been in like her teens, early 20s during the 50s. And during right. the 50s, you know, if you said the wrong thing, you were a communist. So every little like sexual thing you had to like have a like cutesy term for it, making whoopee, right? Right. So yes. I'm thinking that that's one of the things like her and her friends made up. Yeah. When, when they were in college or whatever, and then it just stuck with her whole life. That's the best guess I, guess I can muster. What's the male version of that? I guess when you, like, fart so hard that it vibrates your balls and then you come. That ever happened to you guys? Okay, that last part didn't happen. No, that doesn't make any sense? Yeah, no. That's, all right, well, I guess that's just I a young guy thing. Balls, you guys want to get it. That's the thing. I'm naming this episode Exit Through the Gift Shop, because fuck it. 100%. 100%. <laughs> You might want to say, exit, I'm exiting through the gift shop, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny that you bring up farts, dude. I learned an interesting science fact the other day about farts. Uh, so the part... This like, episode so, is almost as disgusting as carbonated cum. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. That's, yeah, I like it. Dude. <laughs> okay, so quick fart fact. Um, the part of your farts that make it stinky is only like one part per million. It's like yeah. 1% of your actual fart. But if you were to isolate that, like, isotope or, you know, molecule or whatever, molecule, yeah. and you get it to, like, at least, like, 20,000 parts per million or something like that, it would literally be enough to instantly kill a man. So you could literally have a fart that's silent but deadly, theoretically wow. speaking, which is pretty fucking awesome. It's, it's the concentration of the actual molecule would definitely, they're like, yeah, you would die. I think I saw the same thing. It was, but I saw it a little while ago. Well, <laughs> also, like, you guys are, uh, you, you were talking about carbonated cum. I don't know much about carbonated cum, but you ever seen a guy put cum in a vape mod? No. Dude, <laughs> it's you. pretty wild. Yeah. Like so. you get like those Jesus. big old like tank like chugger mods that like these guys in vape shops that wear like fedoras use, and then he just like put jizz in it, and then he just vaped his own cum. Oh my god. <laughs> See, no, we we were thinking because the episode came from. Uh, like fire hose, like firefighters use like the kind of foamy stuff, and then Nick called it carbonated cum. So that's what the episode was named after. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was perfect. definitely not as perverted as you, Caleb. So that's a yeah. definite. <laughs> Thank you, Caleb. You are you are uh, Nick with werewolf powers. That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, though, everything that Caleb said, I was like, I'm not surprised with that series of events. It's like you know those guys at a vape shop who modify their stuff and wear fedoras. You're like. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. That guy and comes in a, <laughs> and in a tank. He, he comes in a tank, and you're like, yep, that's, that checks out. He definitely has a collection. You're like, And then he vapes it, and you're going, one of those options is going to happen. It's going to be, you know, he made toys with it, whatever he did, but definitely happened. That's yeah. like multifaceted birth control, bro. <laughs> that's like before and after the fact. That shit works. I'm hoping that, like, I I've, like toyed with the idea of getting a vasectomy um and like i i really wish that just the fucking birth control shot or something for guys because i feel like it's easier to uh you know spray and pray not spray and no not spray and pray i i feel like it would be easier <laughs> to cut it off at its source rather than try and build up the the fortifications you know what i mean yeah yeah and, and uh, condoms suck so that's fair Condoms do suck, but also the, like, if they're going to make this abortion thing a thing, like, I would love to see a bunch of, like, millennials and Gen Z in Texas be like, all right, fuck you, I'm not having kids. Vasectomies and uh, sterilizations all around. I honestly think that that's coming anyway, though. Like, there's, there's there's a huge, like, there's a huge amount, like, one of my big things, uh, like, me and Victoria, we don't have kids, but at the same time, like, we want kids. But right now, during this, are you mental? I just been a comedian. I'm still not making really good scratch. I'm like, definitely not. Uh, her parents are getting older. I'm like, no, there's there, we have a million reasons not to have kids. If it would happen, great. But I'm not, we're not focusing on that. That's not our priority because it's not a great time. Yeah. Right. So, but then you're seeing younger people who, let's be honest, can barely fucking find a way to have a conversation in real life with a person, let alone have a relationship. Right. So I feel I, like it's not just that it's like just trying to make a living where like you're not living paycheck to paycheck is very hard for people of everybody. my Caleb's generation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, dude, 
right now i have zero job right i have yeah. comedy i make people laugh <laughs> and even then sometimes not successfully i was gonna yeah, say, yeah. <laughs> right trying to so, turn dick jokes into grocery money it's hard it is and yeah. uh and that's why it's like yeah okay that's that's i get that but it's like uh, through everything we're realizing how much we're under attack on a daily basis just emotionally mentally that's really brought that's what i see as what's been brought out of the pandemic is we realize that we are constantly we had a, a literal abusive break relationship with the nine to five job that's what we yeah, had definitely right? and, yeah. and that's right yeah. and that's why it's like realistically people actually starting to focus say you know what i'm gonna do this shit for me like caleb you quitting law school is is a realization for you wearing i'm not having fun like i don't oh, really yeah. give a shit about a name fuck it and and that's like one of the big things where it's like that transition it's a it's a difficult step and it's it's it is brutal but that's the same type of thing and, and follow me here is like in the 40s fit well not so much the 40s let's say the 50s and the 60s was people just saying you know i don't want to work for him i'm going to start my own business and you had an influx of entrepreneurs people just doing their own thing and that's the thing is when you do that you have to invest so much more of yourself with doing that that it's you don't have the time or the even the energy to now i have to get to know this other person and then actually be able to open myself up which can be even more damaging to myself if that person's a piece of shit right mm -hmm. So it's, it's, I get it, but dude, that's, you're going to see a whole bunch of people having kids like, dude, I'm 41. Even I know I look like I'm 60, but that's the thing is if I have kids now, I'm going to be theoretically retirement age when my kids are graduating from university. Right. That's, that's a, what, that's a fucking shitty situation. Th that's what's going on right now. My, uh, my parents are 69 and 68. I am 27. Yeah. Um, you want to guess like, how old my mom is? Uh, 16. No. 40. I don't know. She's 40. She really is no, 40. Yeah. And, dude, oh, she just go. finished her bachelor's degree, and I took one of her classes for her because I'm a good son. <laughs> That's <laughs> good for her. Good yeah. for her. Well, it's definitely weird because, like, my, my dad has Parkinson's, which I've talked about before, yeah. and uh, he – he got checked into the hospital this week for something called a gastric twist, which uh -huh. is literally when your stomach, you know, twists itself up in a yeah. knot. Um, so he, he's uh, he's there right now, but uh, I, I'm, I I think he'll be all right. But it's just the kind of thing where like the realization that your parents are getting old. Um, yeah. And uh, I I especially feel bad for because he had a second set of kids and they're you know eleven and nine and this is going on for them now like they're not even in puberty yet and oh wow oh they're 11 and 9 right now they're 11 and 9 right now yeah see I have so and that's okay this is the thing so i'm the youngest of five kids right mm -hmm. and my my oldest uh brother is 12 years older than i am right so yeah. when when my parents my mom had me she was 32 which was old yeah. right but at the same time so it's like when i was uh high school and you know complete young asshole uh they also had a lot of fight taken out of them by four more kids, right? Yeah. So it's my turn. Not only do are nobody else around, but like they're older, they're tired. You know, I got away with all sorts of stuff, right? The so, eternal latchkey kid. Oh, a hundred percent, right? And uh, like, yeah, like the weird things. I experienced weird stuff. Also, not only because I'm shaped like a giant, but also because I was the last one there. So we had different conversations. Like I was more privy to, you know, two people in a relationship talking versus my parents talking at all the kids, you know? Right. And so it's a different, like it's a, you learn differently. I think that was my experience, right? Like I was 15 years old and my dad tried to smack me and I just put palms his chest and was like, don't ever touch me again. I'll rip your arms off. And suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, you know, we started talking about things. Right. And yeah. none of my other siblings had it. We all got spanked. We all got smacked in the face. Like that's what happened. That was, we were European. That's, you know, well, we're still European, but you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. it's not, that was the process. And it's not like he beat us or anything. It wasn't hard, but that was, it was, that was the punishment. And, but because he couldn't do that anymore, we had to talk. And that was a whole other understanding. It was different. Right. So you had like the, 
like I'm start, I, I'm having that now with my parents where I'm learning things that they're never going to tell their kids because yeah. you have to keep that facade up of I'm the parent, you're following me. And then I was talking, like I, I did a show in uh, Oceanside, which my dad came with me for. And we it was like a little mini road trip, but I just got to hear basically his entire life before meeting my mom from like the end of high school to then. And just seeing all the like wacky shit he got into, all the drugs he did, he was at <laughs> he was at Woodstock. He's like, yeah, I'll just go down to this music festival and do all the acid. And like, you're not gonna tell your 12 year old that. Why would you? you? Can, and you shouldn't, right? Like, yeah. well, this is so. This is what I've been seeing more is like, are you uh, like, do you brace them for how crazy life can get? Or do you protect them as long as you can, right? Like there's that that middle ground of preparation versus versus you know a removal of innocence. I don't know. Like okay, so for Caleb, you said your mom your mom is forty. And how old are you? You said you're you're 22. like twenty one. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, she is had Taylor me at, Swift song old. She yeah. I'm feeling oh yes. I'm going from Taylor Swift this year to Miley Cyrus next year, and it's oh. freaking exciting, dude. This is the best time for me to be alive. No. Uh, but yeah, it dude, is. It, you're I, absolutely right. It is. Yeah, my mom had me uh, pretty young. She had me when she was still in high school. She actually had to drop out because she had me. She had me when she was uh, 17, pregnant at 16, had me at 17. Um, that's, that's rough. That, yeah. Your mom's a champ, man. My mom is a big time champ, dude. She is, she's yeah. the best. She had to work so hard. But because she had to work so hard, I was kind of left to my own devices a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, growing up a lot, I was just kind of left alone. I mean, I was always kind of like... Uh, I kind of had to grow up pretty quick, I guess you could say. Yeah. So, you know, I was I was just kind of in the house by myself holding it down. But also, why do you think I know about all the Shrek and Sonic porn, dude? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was by myself with an internet He's connection like, uh, in middle school? Are you out of your mind? Yeah, that happened with me, too. Well, because, like, both parents were, you know, boomers, and they just they didn't know what was up with the internet. So you're just like, all right! I feel like there's a joke behind you said looking for the scene where Shrek is in the tub, like in the mud tub. And so you're like Googling, and you're like, <laughs> safe search off, uh, Shrek in the tub. And you're like, oh, God, what have I looked for? You know? Oh, no, dude. <laughs> what it is is that you get a bunch of like other dirtbag friends in middle school because we grew up in kind of a small town. We were all bored out of our minds and had connections to the Internet. And then they would show you things like Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Have you ever seen that? You know what so, that is? I'm never going to. Dude, yeah, I'm don't, sending don't everybody bother. links. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you just see, like, all this bizarre... Because, like, I grew up when the internet was really starting to flourish. You know what I mean? And when it really kind of came into its own into what it yeah. is. Like, I grew up in the Wild West of the internet, man. So there was, yeah. like, all kinds of craziness going on. And, like, I made the joke about, like, the PlayStation, like, headphone thing. But that's a reality for me. Like, I had a lot of like social interactions on the internet that were hostile 99% of the time. You would have been in third grade or so, fourth grade when the first iPhone came out. That's uh something like that, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. God, I, I, feel I like, was holy shit. I was 13 or 14. I was the age of Danny Phantom when the first iPhone came out. Danny Phantom uh, was like just coming off the air when I started to care about Danny Phantom. I don't know I who Danny Phantom is. I'll be honest with uh, you guys. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. You said it, I'm like, that's a made-up name. That's not real. Yeah. That's, that's... It, it's a uh, it's a Nickelodeon show about a kid who has ghost powers. Yeah. Um, Same people. That's that a shitty cartoon. Okay. It was, it I grew up with Darkwing show. Duck. Okay. Yeah. That is badass. I had gargoyles. Okay. These were real things. I I watched those when they were in reruns. So you and I, I are too far kill off. I'll you. <laughs> We're going to have to meet eventually. Like, you're either coming to California or I'm going up to Canada. Something's happening. I'm, pro I'm probably going to come to California before you come to Canada. Yeah. Let's be honest. And, and then I show up in Canada, and then you, you, like, come to the airport to hug me, and then just stab me right <laughs> <laughs> Constantine says hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, I got to send you, there's a bunch of comics that I uh, read. Uh, what is it? Uh, I think it's Elder Cactus. Mm -hmm. And it's about a... Uh, like a mob hitman yeah. who works for Tony Zuko. And this is the, if you just Google uh, Tony Zuko says hello, essentially it's him like helping people out of uh, deadly situations only to kill them and say, Tony Zuko says hello. Uh, it's very funny. I'll send it to you. It's very I, had an, I had an idea for a horror movie where it's a, 
like you know a Michael Myers, you know Jason, Freddy Krueger type, but he sucks at being a horror movie monster. So every time he goes to kill, like his would be victims just beat the shit out of him, and then it's like. <laughs> It's like an underdog story of him trying to be like get good at being a a horror movie monster. Um, <laughs> just make it like a dark comedy or something. It would be him learning to actually play the like ch -ch 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 -ah 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 music yeah. in the background. <laughs> he always plays it wrong. He's like, "That's yeah. the wrong button." Yeah. It's just oh, Caleb already sent he, us he, the he, link, and I'm terrified. He, he like hit, oh, hits yeah. the hits the button on the boombox, and it's like we're no strangers to love. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> for sure like you gotta there has to be like i really feel like we're missing the mark in the whole like because everyone loves like uh, uh american horror stories and stuff like where it's like there's a killer crazy yeah. did you guys watch um was it fear street 1984 no is that the netflix thing yeah there's three three it's three movies but they're all attached to like different time different times where the same series of events is happening it's yeah. really cool uh, they really did a great job and a lot of good twists and everything. But the idea of a scary murder is like, what led up to that? You're like, everybody has a cool story. You're like, so what if it, one of them was a bumbling, like Mr. Bean type where he just like mm -hmm. killed somebody. He's like, why do I have an erection? And that's how it's like, <laughs> I enjoy this. Oh my God. But then he has to figure out how to be good at it. That's totally so, fair. Okay. Now I'm imagining like a three stooges type. They were like, whoops, dropped a knife on somebody. Damn. Okay. Oh, this is fun. We should. Oh wait, no, that's the wait. the fucking South Park thing, where it's, where it's Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wayne Gacy, and they're like the Three Stooges. <laughs> have you guys seen I've that? I've seen that, but that'll Google. I'm not. I, I, I forgot the name of the episode, but it's like Satan is throwing a birthday party for himself, and he sends those three to pick up the cake, and it's like their whole subplot <laughs> is. <laughs> oh god it's really fucking funny oh you should find that and send it to me please i will i will I, right. that's that's see i so i grew up uh watching three stooges every sunday that was yeah. one of the big things if uh if you we weren't at uh um, church a religious thing we were at uh we were watching that and because it would play usually like during the afternoon hours yeah uh like on some shitty canadian channel it was just like horrible but it wasn't that, like cbs or whatever or? no 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 no. it was it was like uh yeah like public broadcast i don't know what it was but it was just some shitty canadian channel so it wasn't even like in hd or anything like that but that was the thing is we my whole family if somebody falls down we laugh like if i fall i will laugh and okay. like i but like you look like you you falling down is inevitably funny Absolutely. Listen, fat people laugh. Fat people falling down is what should rule the internet, and I'm disappointed that it hasn't. Okay, because that shit is hilarious. Dude, my physics professor was a fat guy, and he fell down one time, and I was like, "Oh, that's it. Yeah, like, that's what you're trying to get across. All right, I get it now. <laughs> is it? That's just, dude, fat people falling. There's nothing, nothing more enjoyable to watch." <laughs> The only time I didn't laugh is because I broke my rib. <laughs> was, oh, I ended up kicking my own ass. It was weird. But man, that little guy who's like, can I help you? I'm like, why? You got a forklift in your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> I can leave me alone, man. Just put up some pylons or something. I can like, massage your shoulders until the cops get here. I don't know what you want me to do, dude. Rub your thighs, tell you stories, maybe. I kind of, I kind of, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, the only, re I fell and it hurt like hell, but I was just like, oh, it happens. But, um. What else was I going to say? I totally forgot. I spaced out. I was going to say that uh, probably a, a good place to stop while we're on uh, the subject of falling down murder. Falling uh, down murder. <laughs> and abortion and poop. Oh, man. Exiting through the gift shop and all that stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Caleb, thanks for uh, coming on Generation Dan. Dude, thanks for having me. This is so fun, dude. This is awesome. Yeah. Would love to have you back. Uh, I would love to be back. Yes. Yeah. Where where can energy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Where where can people find you and follow you and all that good stuff? I'm at uh Caleb M Comedy on Instagram. I'm at Caleb C McDuff on Twitter or just Caleb McDuff on Facebook. If you're cool, we can be friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, That's me, dude. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> you, you can. Hilarious. You can find me at Atlas Novak uh, on Twitter, Instagram, or uh, find us at Generation Dan on Twitter. Uh, there would be an Instagram, but we don't give a fuck, so 
Do you want um, me to? Oh, do I have to do another? I already no, have two no. Instagrams. So I want no, to no, 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 no. I literally, what would we put on there? Really? Like, I don't know. See what I mean? Apparently yeah. people like hot women. I get contacted by prostitutes all the time on Instagram. Yeah. It's awkward. My, uh, <laughs> they want to see your credit card, Dino. Don't fall for it. Yeah, yeah I know. Right. Like, you know, not how, the back and the front. <laughs> you know how Facebook will send you like bot, uh, Facebook, like oh, yeah. requests where you're like, you know, that's a fucking, yeah. Uh, because I keep deleting them so quickly, they think like Facebook thinks I'm gay and it's starting to send me hot dudes. (laughs) (laughs) That is a relentless bot. Okay. That is kudos to that bot. It's like, okay, if you didn't like that, maybe it's over here. If you didn't like Cindy, maybe you'll like Gary. uh, You're going to start getting pictures of dogs in like three weeks, dude. It's going to be weird. Yeah. What are they going to do after that? Oh God. That's going to be fucking horrible. Dude, that's why I just accept the friend requests from the prostitutes. I'm like, yeah, sure. Then they talk to me. And I'm like, I'm happily married. Leave me alone. And they're like, okay. All right. Bye. Yeah. I just, I just don't. It's easier to just delete it. But uh, I had one contacting me and she's like, how about I send you a video of uh, me in the bath and you send me a picture of your cock. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> they're like, okay, how about this? And I'm like, nah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Like, yeah. Okay. So like my camera zoom doesn't go that far. I can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's more so my arms can't reach all the way out to get the proper perspective. It doesn't like. Oh no, it's too. Yeah. It's like, uh, is this raw dough? What are you sending? <laughs> if you put me in the oven for ten minutes, I'd grow. <laughs> and if you poke me, I go. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> where, uh, Dino? Where can they find you? Oh, God, I might be in a dark horse by the end of the day. I don't know. Running for my life. I walk around with one of those hunting vests just in case, so nobody mistakes me for an animal. Uh, No, at Dino the Genetic Marvel uh, everywhere, mostly my uh, Facebook fan page uh, or my comedy page. You know, I've tried to get away from saying fan page because people are like, fuck you. And I'm like, okay, it's just my comedy page. Okay, people, just calm down. Uh, But that's where I post mostly everything, links to uh, live shows and all that kind of stuff. So... Check that out, and you'll be able to see more of my beautiful face and gorgeous face, gorgeous voice made for radio. I'm Casey Kasem. No. Uh, <laughs> he's doing the abortion thing. Um, and uh, for, for the people uh, you know listening to this, watching this, thanks for listening and watching. Uh, leave a like, leave a comment, leave a review on the you know app of choice that you're listening, because helps more people find us tell a friend that'd be also cool. to make sure to harass nick fernandez for not coming today at all that that's right <laughs> definitely let's harass him uh anyone who listens regularly please reach out to nick and tell him that he's a jerk face yeah clown, clown on him for going camping how dare he 100 uh, <laughs> that's totally reasonable all right thanks everybody for listening we'll see you next time bye